Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV advertisements that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm Al, and I'm here with my co-host, Courtney. It's Courtney. It is. That's my new catchphrase. Wow, I love it. It's Courtney, who messed up a lot as a child and their parents (laughs) always blame them. It's It's Courtney. Courtney. Who has a complex because of that? It's Courtney. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So we're getting in just deep right off the top. Sure, why not? Well, okay. <laughs> I like to go deep. Look, therapy is expensive, but yeah. podcasts are free. Hey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the truth. I, <laughs> podcasts are therapy for the host. No, that shouldn't no, be. It shouldn't that be. That's bad, actually. But what if? What if? Are you going to give me a little therapy today? That's not my intention. Oh, what, what is your intention? What is your intention? Oh, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. <clears throat> All aboard. <gasps> a twain? Well, hello there, sir. Huh? You know the date, don't you? Wait, wait. Well, of course you do. You've got a big journey ahead of you. I do? Yeah. Oh, okay. And me? I'm just a cabin boy on the SS Schiller, departing April 27th, 1875, from the greatest city in the world, Hoboken, New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Can, Can I ask you your name? Hans Peppers. He's here. (laughs) Hi, Hans. Where are you taking me? Well, easy does it, sir. On to the deck you come. This here is a German ocean liner, one of the largest ever built by modern day standards. And by modern day, I mean, of course, April 27th, 1875, which is today. So it's the modernest day there is. Wait, okay, hold on. This is 1970s, Pepper? 1870s. 1870s. Okay, okay. Pre-Titanic. Yes. So we don't have a care in the world. We're on the biggest ocean liner. It's German made. Yeah. We're so excited. No one's no one cares about icebergs. Not a care in the world. Or a Kaiser. No, he's <laughs> he's not a problem. Never heard of him. <laughs> Kaiser. I just met her. <laughs> That's a great joke. Thanks. Joey. Can I call you Joey? <laughs> no, my name is Hans. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have pretty big business if you're going to make the trip all the way to our destination of Hamburg. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I have, I do have a journey there. And oh. you know what it is? What? To make a sandwich. Okay. You is know, that maybe, right? Maybe you're going to make a sandwich for your friends and family if you're going to go visit them. I would love to. I don't know your business. I'm just a cabin boy. Named? Hans Peppers. Okay, well... This is not recapturing the magic like it used to. It's a German ship. Okay, well. Also, I can't do a little boy voice anymore. (laughs) So there's that. Wow, you can't. So now I can only do... I can only do this voice. Yeah. Okay. Hello, sir. There you go. That's cute. It's not good on the ears. (laughs) It's very chipmunk. Chipmunk-esque. That's, there's this, and then there's this, and that's all I've got. And you need the shoulders. There's no in the middle. Okay, well. 
Ugh. Okay, keep going. Say, did you hear what kind of cargo we've got on board for this trip? No, what? What'd you got? Word has it it's sewing machines, oh. mail for some far-off place called Australia, and a whole lot of gold coins. You don't want to go there, sir. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's yeah. a deep, dark place. Yeah. <laughs> Someday in the far distant future, these gold coins might even be worth up to $6 million. But what do I know? I'm just a cabin boy. Wait, is it because they're found at the bottom of the ocean? No, it's... Um, um, inflation. Oh, okay. We don't die holding each other on a little door that's you, floating. You and me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't think so, sir. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, and I heard on top of the cargo, we've got 254 passengers and 118 crew members, including me. You. Hans Pepper. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to recapture the magic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I can't. I'll wait for Joey. You're gonna have to. You have to blame the HRD on that one. <laughs> no, no, Joey. Joey. Yeah, I miss him. You want? It's not about. It's not about. No, you are painting a beautiful picture for me. It's Hans. You don't like Hans. Hans has a bull. Here's what I think. Okay. He is. He's a, just a wiry young fella. Uh-huh. Like he's straight. Did not have any education. Mm-hmm. No high school. No university. He has a bowl cut. Yes, absolutely. Blonde bowl cut, suspenders, not doing it for me. You don't like him. L- what was it about Joey tie? Peppers that you preferred? He, I feel like he could, A, just take me in a scrap. Oh, absolutely. I like I like a young man who can fucking, you know, bop you one. Okay. <laughs> or bop you one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh. oh, my. Oh, my. Okay, so you romantically miss Joey Peppers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my problem i romantically miss joey <laughs> uh folks if you don't know what we're talking about the carmel right yeah carvel carvel, episode. carvel. Uh, go back and check that one out go, up, go back and check out that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh well i'm sorry i'm just little hans pepper yeah but here's your cabin sir okay just well. you sit tight and soon we'll be on our way to our first stop in plymouth england <gasps> I sure hope there's no archipelago 45 kilometers southwest of the port. Oh, no. That would be downright silly. Oh, no. But then, as long as there isn't any major fog, we can probably stay on course, and it probably won't even be a problem. Oh, no. Hey, by the way, mister. Yeah. What did you say your profession was? Uh. Oh, you own a brewing company with your name on it? How'd you manage that? What? Wait. You were the bookkeeper? And then when your boss died, you married his wife and changed the name of his brewery so that it was named after you? That's ice cold, sir. Yeah, just like my brewskis. (laughs) Anyways, enjoy your journey. I think it's going to go perfectly and you shouldn't worry about a thing. Wait, am I a course? You are not a course. Oh, thank God. Because we know, A, they die a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And B, they're ruthless. Oh, we're done with the course. (laughs) For now. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Whomst am I? I'm going to tell you. Wait, am I a bush? You're not a bush. Those are only two beers I know. Those are the only beers you... Pabst? Am I Mr. Pabst? You're not Mr. Pabst. I can't be Mr. Sam Adams because he was a real person. (laughs) (laughs) Last name, Sam Adams. (laughs) Mr. Joseph Sam Adams. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Okay. Yeah. On May 7th, 1875, the SS Schiller ran aground on the Isles of Scilly. <laughs> no. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. 
Boy, if you have a problem with silly words, you're going to love this episode. I love, I love British names. I think they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. Silly. Is it spell S-I-L-L-Y? It's S-C-I-L-L-Y. That's ridiculous. That's It's silly. <laughs> it is. That's nothing. Uh, so silly is an archipelago just off the shores of Penzance. Hmm. Oh. Where the pirates are. <laughs> the dandy ones. <laughs> The wreck of the Schiller was described by both survivors and onlookers as an incredibly violent and traumatic event that heavily affected the small set of islands as they dealt with the recovery and burial of the bodies. Yeah, like a lot of goats were really upset. <laughs> people lived there. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I figured it was just sheep and goats. No, it's people. And no, it's people. They, they could hear people shouting and wailing in the night until 4 a.m. when this boat crashed. Wait, is it just, it just runs aground? Yeah. So that just means that they just parked it on the beach. No, it's it, it fully, like, came apart in a oh, storm. Oh, it came apart in a storm. Yeah. I just thought they just parked the motherfucker, like, right up on there. No, they were in the, they were fully in the uh, mist and they, yeah. the fog, and they didn't hear the foghorn and they didn't <sighs> see the, the light. That's what, that's what you get. And that ship just broke apart like so many old crackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, how about me? Am I alive? No. <gasps> oh, Rip. one man named franz hauser came from iowa to try and recover the bodies of his mother and two sisters oh no he and two hired divers made a few descents to the sunken ship to find them and eventually he did discover the body of one of his sisters held in the 12 foot long tentacles of a giant cuttlefish that can't be he died three days later from shock that can't i can't okay number one 1875 we have (laughs) professional divers yeah are they wearing those like scuba gear ones probably that you get in the fish tanks i think he probably just got the bends i don't think it was shock i don't think it was and 12 foot cuttlefish they're big down there you cannot they actually opened an inquiry to see if um cuttlefish were like eating bodies from shipwrecks really yeah can you imagine the calamari on that island? Oh, baby. <laughs> you need a big deep fryer. Mm, get some tzatziki sauce <laughs> oh my out <God>. in here. <laughs> uh, there's also a fucked up sort of modern folktale that because the ship and its crew were German citizens, oh, no. the German authorities so deeply appreciated the care that the Salonian islanders put into the recovery efforts that they gave an order not to bomb or attack the islands <gasps> during both world wars. Is that true? I doubt it, but it's on pretty much every article about this ship. <laughs> Man, you save a couple a couple people, yeah. you don't let a cuttlefish eat them, and the Germans just owe you a life debt. This is kind of one of those, like, oh, it's a beautiful moment, like that, um, the Christmas day. Oh, yeah, the, like, pausing of yeah. bombing. Mm, never and It's happened. like, still a war, man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You know what? For future wars, you just unleash. If the Germans get out of line, you unleash that 12-foot cuttlefish. Yeah, that's you true. You say, guess what we got, motherfuckers? Release the Kraken. <gasps> oh! <laughs> I love that everyone's like, oh, they were so kind that because these people were nice to them, they didn't attack this domestic target. <laughs> they didn't kill these sheep <laughs> and a bunch of people. Uh, uh. Anyways, mm-hmm. one of the men who died on board was named <gasps> Joseph Schlitz. <gasps> I'm a Schlitz? You're a Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> Do I do I create a bomb later? No. It's not Schlitter bomb? Isn't Schlitter bomb? That's Schlitter Bonn. Bonn. Oh. I can't pronounce German words. Isn't that is that the same? Are they connected? Are they connected? They're not connected. No. 
I'm unhappy about who I am. I need another role. We'll get to you, Schlitterbahn. Okay. <laughs> oh, we sure will. <laughs> uh, he did indeed marry his boss's widow yeah. and rename their Milwaukee-based tavern brewery the Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company. Schlitz. That's a real dirty... It's a hell of a name. That's a real dirty... <laughs> did I ever tell you when I... <laughs> When I worked uh, at, at, in elementary school and the boys in the grade, what grade did I teach? Grade five. They called, they weren't sure. Now, the sex education in the school was not very good. Ooh. They called uh, 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 labia secret slits. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> That's like if you're a fish person, you're trying not to let anybody know you have gills. Yeah. And they were very hush hush about it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought it was cute because, like, you know, how when you're a kid, you you come up with some dirty, real yeah. nasty stuff for genitalia. But these kids were really like earnest about it, and I appreciate that. I remember I, when I was a kid, Dink was a big one. Dink. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. It's kicky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, so this man died in Good. a horrible shipwreck. He's probably he's probably not great. No, because I feel like people often want to romanticize things like this where it's like, oh, you know, maybe he just fell in love with his boss's wife and then they, they got married. But it's like she probably um, she probably was suddenly very alone and owned a business. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's things easy happen. to kind of take advantage of people in that position Look. when – the gender parody is like that in 1875. I'm glad I got eaten by a cuttlefish. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. That's where I'm happy. Actually, <laughs> the cuttlefish turned me into a merman, and now we're in love. Oh, Hans, I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm back on board with you. <laughs> Hans Pepper of the Deep. <laughs> that could be... That could be like a little boy book. His, you know his new name book? is uh, Hans Sea Pepper. Well, I like it. Okay. I'm into it. This is my... We'll workshop it. This is my pilot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Uh, friends, this is, the, by the way, the first podcast we are recording after a long break. Yeah, it really is. So we got some we got some jubilees to get out. <laughs> yeah, the jubilees, all right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> are you okay? No. I don't know what it means either. You just made it up. I just made it up. Okay. And and I, as I said in probably the first podcast that that you have heard before this one, my my brain's real bad. Yeah, that's your brain. You've yeah. got the bad brain. Okay. Can I tell you a phrase that I made up? Because I love like made up phrases. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. That you yeah, just, yeah. Especially like the ones that you just say to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and when I'm playing video games. Yeah. And it's like a RPG, and I'm trying to like get stuff from containers. I'm trying to loot everything yeah, that yeah, someone's yeah. attacking me. The, what my brain automatically says is, "Just let me get my jimmies." <laughs> I use jimmies all the time, but my jimmies are when I get a weird hip uh, feeling. Oh, yeah. Ner- I get a nervous system d- weird thing in my hip. I call it the jimmies. I just think of, like, jimmies like sprinkles. Yeah, and, yeah, And, yeah. like, it's all my all the loot is my little sprinkles <laughs> that I want to get. You got to gather up. Yeah. Your hundreds and thousands. Yeah. Mm. I love loot. I love it. Okay, back to this man okay, and this his bad business. Man. Um, so when he died, the business was taken over by his four nephews, the Ulines. Ooh. Also German. Wow. Uh, because Milwaukee had a, a huge German immigrant population. What did you call that city? Milwaukee? I thought you said Milkwaukee. Oh. Oh. The Fonz would be proud. Milkwaukee. Milkwaukee. I don't like that. Milwaukee is a cool city. Yeah? I visited there and I saw, number one, very bad statue of bronze Fonz. Oh, yeah. Love that. Number two, went to their science museum. It was quite out of date. 
<laughs> I believe, yeah. The, the, quote, anthropology section. Oh, no. <laughs> oh! oh, no, 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 no. Uh, and number three, uh, I just walked around. They have a big ladybug on a house. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay, yeah. So, balanced out. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. So one of the early wins for Schlitz beer was the switch to brown glass bottles, which prevented sunlight from spoiling the beer. And this improvement on clear bottles was quickly adopted by the rest of the industry. I couldn't imagine beer in clear bottles. It would look like piss. It would. It would look like piss. You're (laughs) exactly right. Just like it does when someone pours it from a tap into my glass and I say, "Mm, that's a big glass of piss for me. Do you say that? I do. Is that why you never drink beer? Uh-huh. It's also why I'm banned from most breweries. <laughs> I'll have your finest glass of piss, sir. <laughs> Foamy, please. That's what the British mean when they say take the piss. Does it? Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> you. Wow. You. So much like their competitors' cores, uh, Schlitz dealt with labor strikes throughout the mid-20th centuries mm-hmm. and into the early 70s. And in order to recoup costs, Schlitz changed their formula to replace a percentage of malted barley with corn syrup, oh. as well as adding silica gel to prevent haze. What? Unfortunately, the changes negatively affected the flavor and longevity, and their sales dropped significantly. Silica gel. You know how, you know, haze. Yeah, oh, haze. I know. Yeah, so they added silica gel, and then eventually they changed it to a different product that would actually be filtered out by the end. Okay. But they had already changed the formula so much that people didn't like the beer anymore. That seems unhealthy. And they only did that because they were worried the FDA was going to make them declare that they put silica gel in their beer. <laughs> that darn FDA. <laughs> okay, I have, a, I have a real question. Yeah. You are an expert in both Coors and the, the Schlitz. I am an expert in the Schlitz. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that to me. Okay. Uh, which one is worse? Well, I've not tried them. What? No, no, no. Like, just like from a standpoint of their families. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about beer. We know you don't drink a hot thing of piss. I mean, as you'll find out, yeah. they're on pretty even playing field. I'm excited. Okay, okay, okay. But I think from, you know what? It's I think we're going to have to answer this together. Okay, we will. Okay, tell me tell me more of the story. Okay. So sales dropped significantly, but yeah. there there's a solution for that. What? <gasps> Advertising. What you need is an aggressive marketing strategy that will put Schlitz back in the fridge of the average American. I need some hot Schlitz right now. No, you want it cold because oh. it's a beer. Well. You want cold Schlitz. I need some. Well, if you get it hot, then the silica gel really gels. <laughs> <laughs> you get like a stew going on. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so what could the company do but turn... To Leo Burnett. Mm. At this point, we've definitely mentioned the Leo Burnett agency a few times. Sure have. And I'm sure they'll continue to come up since they're behind some of the most memorable and successful ad campaigns of the past 80 years. Uh, We'll probably even do a deep dive on the man himself in the future. But one of the main things that he was known for was the friendly, casual, soft sell technique Mm. that endeavored to win hearts and minds by creating an emotional connection between consumers and a product. A practice that he passed on to his employees even after his passing in 1971. Mm Mm-hmm. Knowing that, I'm not sure what the fuck happened on this one, champ, because Burnett's campaign for Schlitz beer so enraged the public that it was dubbed the Schlitz mistake. <gasps> That's what happens to me. <laughs> you ever made the Schlitz mistake? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Look, sometimes when you get older, things just get wetter down there. Yep. And sometimes it's a real mistake. Whoops. <laughs> 
in September of 1977. Okay. The urgency at Schlitz was real. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> they asked the Burnett Agency to put something together as quickly as possible. Yeah. The execs put together storyboards for four commercials on the theme of Gusto, which featured Schlitz loyalist characters standing up for their favorite beer. Okay. The team took their storyboards to Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg, Illinois. Oh, hells yeah! No, it's a hell of a mall. Oh, okay. It's a hell of a mall. Okay. <laughs> Rain Cor- Rainforest Cafe, four days. Oh, hell yeah. By the Hollywood, you kidding me? Wow, that's a mall. Yeah, that baby. is, hey, that's a mall. They don't make them like that anymore. I wonder what it's like in 1977. Pro- well, probably like, probably got the grassroots in there, you know? It's got that chintz. It's just oh. brewing, waiting for the 90s. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> mall kids. There's so many of them. <laughs> They're just standing like, one day, a restaurant will be built here. There will be animals inside. Animatronic ones! <laughs> the future. Uh, so the team, they brought their storyboards to the mall. Yeah. They wanted to get a little testing in. Oh, no. They asked passerbys whether they understood the storyboards, which got a resounding affirmation. What they didn't do was ask their test subjects whether they liked the commercials. Oh, no. Which Burnett's director of creative services, Richard Stanwood, described as interruptive. (laughs) See, you never want to ask mall goers what they like and do not like. Yeah. You don't. They're kind of backwards. Well, they like the mall. They like the mall. Who likes the mall anymore? Yeah, I used to have a real love-hate relation with the mall. I cannot. I cannot. I mean, I won't go there anymore. But you know what? There is part of me. So, okay. There's the part of me who love mall. Yeah. I love a mall. Mall. But then when you step foot in one, you're like, ooh, this feels icky. Yeah. Like the first time I went to the Edmonton Mall, the big one. Oh, the big one. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so fucking excited for this fucking mall. And it was very depressing. I really wanted to go there as a kid, like as a teen. Yeah. To me, there was nothing more exciting than the prospect of staying in a themed hotel room. Oh, buddy, that was the height of my childhood. (laughs) And when you can go to a themed mall with a water park, are you kidding me? I really wanted to go. When we did go, they were spraying the water park for vermin. Uh, So it was closed down. Um, (laughs) Just imagine like all those like like pond skeeters just like all over. (laughs) Uh, The seal show was not going either. It's a shame. Yeah, well... (laughs) But they still had the big whale there. Oh. It's a whale you can go they in inside should. its mouth. They sh- what? You can go inside. Oh, it's not like a, a real fiberglass whale. No, it's a fiberglass okay. whale. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've been in a whale's mouth. It was a taxidermied whale, though. Oh. No. <laughs> Jeez Louise. You scared me. But you believed me. Yeah. Anything could be in a mall. Anything. Honestly, anything could be in a mall. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's like a very ritualistic element to going to the mall when I was a teenager. Yeah. Because we had to drive an hour to get there. Oh my God. And so, yeah, our, our the mall in our town sucked ass. Yeah, yeah, So we yeah. would drive an hour to go to the mall in Nanaimo. You know, me and a couple oh, friends. Nanaimo and then mall. It was exciting. Yeah, what? It would us. be exciting. Um, and yeah, we would like get to go shopping mm-hmm. and we'd have food court and, you know, You'd feel sad if you didn't find anything you wanted to buy. Yeah. You go to the Claire's. You get some hair clips. With little f- fluffy pom-poms. Oh, boy, with a frog yeah. on it. Boy, boy, You're like, boy. this is gender and I love it. <laughs> a frog. <laughs> <laughs> I knew myself better than I thought. Oh, boy. Anyways, yes, yeah, sorry. Sidetracked by malls. Yeah. We'll get to you. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, will we. Boy, will we. So once the ads hit screens, the audience reaction was immediate. (gasps) Viewers and now former Schlitz drinkers found the ads made them feel at best uneasy and at worst directly threatened by the brand. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) I 
re- okay, I'm on board now. Yeah? You're yeah, into it? I am. The Schlitz account manager at Burnett, Jack Powers, responded, I can assure you that we have no desire to threaten the people of the United <laughs> States. It was supposed to be fun, tongue-in-cheek stuff. Jack Powers. <laughs> you can't have a name like that and not threaten the United States. It's true. Wait, is 70, what year? 77. 77. Okay. Okay, so uh, this is pre- Pre, uh, what's it called? Tylenol scare. Yeah. Was it Advil scare? So pre, like, mass terrorism. Yeah. In the United States. Yeah. The United States are doing mass terrorism around the world. Oh, absolutely. But it's happening. Out especially there. in the Middle East at this yeah. time. Out there, not in here. Yeah. Okay, I see. Okay. I'm excited about this. After just 10 weeks, Schlitz fired the Burnett agency <gasps> and pulled the ads. Wow. And unfortunately, the damage was done. I mean, I haven't heard of, like, I don't think I've drunk a Schlitz Schlitz? beer. Schlitz beer. No. The campaign, combined with labor disputes and a change in formula, ultimately led to the desperate decline of a brewery that was once among the ranks of Anheuser-Busch, Coors, and Pabst. Wow. That's why we have not heard of it. Yeah. Basically, 1900s, early 1900s. Yeah. They were basically, like, constantly whipped. Flip flipping on the charts of the best. Oh, they were just fighting back with, and forth. Back yeah, and forth. with Anheuser Bush because uh, because Pabst is Pabst in Milwaukee as well. There's another one that's Milwaukee based as well. I'm not sure if Pabst is in Milwaukee. Okay, um, but I know because Pabst sells Old Milwaukee. Yes. Oh, and that's which okay. was originally a Schlitz beer. Oh. Yeah. Um. What what beer manufacturer makes your so pop that you like so much oh spreckers yeah what 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 manufacturer makes them because i thought that was in milwaukee as well yeah they're just called spreckers oh they're their oh. own company okay they're their own i thought a beer factory. they're their own thing oh fine uh, spreckers also makes beer i think oh do they're they? primarily That's what i'm thinking of okay known for soda as got far it. as i understand got it. it got it got it got it so, Schlitz tried a last gasp at positive <gasps> advertising in 1981 mm. before shuttering their doors, <gasps> while the 1977 run of commercials would go down in advertising history as the Drink Schlitz or I'll Kill You campaign. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got the shivers. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Unfortunately, Schlitz was purchased in 1991 by Pabst, and so the beer oh. that made Milwaukee famous continues to put money in the pockets of the Uline family, who, now two generations divorced from their Uncle Joseph, were 2016 Trump mega donors <gasps> and have also contributed over $4 million to the Tea Party between oh. 2015 and 2020. Okay. So let me weigh, let me weigh it. <clears throat> okay. Chorus, fun kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Pabst, a boat. Yeah. That hits a rock. The cores, major donations into the right wing, and and the other guys, yes, very much so. Mm. I, I mean, ultimately, the question I think it comes down to is, is it worse to have funded Reagan or to have funded Trump? And I feel oh. like I don't even know that you, can, I can't, you even, can't even answer that. My brain just went galaxy mode and yeah. just could not. Because oh. Coors basically funded the Reagan campaign. Yeah. I He likely wouldn't have been president if not for their not money. For- <gasps> Um, also wow, 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 directly wow. back the Contras. Yeah. <laughs> Who was president in this? What did you say? 77? Yeah. 77 president. Uh, that's you, man. I don't know. I don't know. A Bush? <laughs> probably. A, a Bush? <laughs> right? One single Bush. No, What's... Bush was, um, later than that. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, 
It's Carter and then Ford. Oh, right. So that's what, okay. So this is what's going on then. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I want to see. Are we going to see the kill kill ad? Yeah, I'm also going to show you the 1981 ad. Just I do want to see because it one makes too. me very happy. Okay, okay, we're going to do that now. We're going to do that now. Yes, let's do it. So if you want to watch these ads, you can find the links on our Twitter or on the in the information of this episode wherever you're listening to it. Wherever you're listening to it. We'll return after these messages. Excuse me, ma'am. We'd like to take away their Schlitz and have them try our beer. Do you want to take away their Schlitz? You want to take away their Gusto? (laughs) You're cute. Dumb, but cute. You want to take away their Schlitz? Their Gusto? You're going to end up a cornerstone in a (laughs) high-rise. They're going to turn you into an off-ramp on the interstate. Take away their Gusto. If you don't have Schlitz, you don't have Gusto. You don't have beer. Behind every Schlitz is a man who knows his beer. The people in St. Louis know their beer, but as a master brewer... Schlitzer. Thank you. I know one taste of my Schlitz can change a lot of minds, and now more people know. I like Schlitz better than Bud. I'm a Miller drinker, but you have to taste Schlitz to believe it. Mr. Sillinger, your Schlitz tastes good. It's a good-tasting beer. Here's to it. Behind every Schlitz is a man who knows his beer. Welcome back to the show. Okay. <laughs> you like that? Okay. I think, well, the main ad is the first one. Yeah. Because I think I'm going to take the second one. I'm going to play around with it. Okay, good. Um, so this is the ad. If you don't have Schlitz. Drink, it was called the Drink Schlitz or We'll Kill You campaign. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're in a Cheers-like bar. Yes. A Milwaukee bar. Yes. So it's very um, Letterkenny-esque. Yeah. If you uh, want to <laughs> put a name to something. The the men, they are really rough looking. Yes. Uh, except for a man with a little black toque just perched on the top of his head. Gotta love it. His forearms as big as my neck. A stevedore. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like a, a Cheers-like waitress and she's kind of the main character. Yeah. And she's kind of the person who's talking up the, the bad guys in the back. Yeah. And the the viewer of the ad is supposed to be asking these guys, hey, why don't you try our beer? Yeah. So I guess they're supposed to be Coors or Miller or whatever. And she's like, you can't take away their beer. They're going to kill you. And then these are the ways they're going to kill you. <laughs> Very literally. Like like mob-like ways. Like I think she said, you're going to be a cornerstone of like an apartment building. Yeah. You'll be part of an off-ramp on the highway. Like we're going to put some cement shoes on your feet and toss you out in the old Milwaukee. Yeah. I did. Well, I should have looked up, but I didn't. I'm curious how close this was to the death of Jimmy Hoffa. (laughs) I feel it's really close. (laughs) And then the 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 upsetting part that I don't like is one of the letter caddy men grabs her and pulls her onto his lap. That's probably pretty moist at this point. Yeah. And she's like, ha 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 ha. She's screaming with her eyes. Yeah. She's like, please. And she's like. Don't, don't take away their beer because it'll take away their gusto. Do they know what gusto is? I feel like that's not gusto. No, I don't. What? How would you define gusto? I I feel what the Peppers families have is gusto. Is gusto those those young young gentlemen? They have gusto. Yeah, the that's whole family, true. and that's why the cuttlefish fell in love with Hans. 
<laughs> Gusto, I guess, is um, uh, it is the masculine version of je ne sais quoi. Is je ne sais quoi feminine? No, it's Fraser. Oh, it's oh, it's Fraser like. Um, yes, a sort of mask femme. Not yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. A sort of homosexual. <laughs> Look, here's what I've been watching. Frasier on one end, Letter Kenny on the other, and like neither yeah. of the two shall meet, right? So Je ne sais quoi is like very limp wristed. Oh, yes. <laughs> Honey. I've uh, got a lot of it. <laughs> Look, you're a fine dandy. We all know. And we love it. Aw. And Gosh. so this is this is this is the opposite of that. Gusto. Gusto. It's Gusto. like very like full bore mask yeah. energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in your face. Yeah. In what is in your face? Do not know. It's grabbing you and pulling you onto its lap and you don't want to be there. Look, the Schlitz are moist and <laughs> and he also is holding up, he like does a little cheers, and yeah. it's the biggest sign of beer I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. In again, a clear glass. It looks like piss. Okay. Yes, yeah, it does. It really does. It looks like piss, and his arm is giant. They're very big men. Holy crap! I mean, I'm jealous. Arms as big as a cuttlefish tentacle. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> I let him give me a hug. I don't know <laughs> the cuttlefish, not this man. No, not this bad man. That that was the commercial. I thought there was going to be a gun involved. <laughs> no, the the other ones were like a boxer. Okay, who's very much like drink my slits. No. We're going to go. Or, I feel like this was, I don't know how offensive it was. Like, I thought it was pretty tame, but I guess. People watched it. They said, hey, you're threatening me. I'm really? feeling very triggered by this <laughs> in 1977. All those chorus drinkers are feeling real triggered. These snowflakes. Yeah. Right? I'm feeling a lot of ways that I'm going to accuse a lot of other people of feeling <laughs> in about 30, 40 years. <laughs> I didn't find it that like rebel rousing no because i I, I feel like yeah advertising has gotten much more disruptive years since so we're kind of like well you know here's the thing i think schlitz are they're blaming this commercial but really they should blame their bad beer and their bad like labor practices (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, my friend i'm glad paps bought you because now you taste closer to piss. Yeah. They still do get that money from that, though. Yeah. Which I don't oh. like, because they're bad people. No, I don't the, like um, the Richard and, and Liz Uline, yeah. who, like, are kind of like the current people that are the head of that family, I yeah. guess, are huge Republican donors, and they're like this silent power couple. And Ugh. they also, Liz also said, you know, that COVID-19 was overblown <laughs> and not a big deal, and then mm. uh, she and Richard both got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you take the good, you take the bad, you take the also the really bad. <laughs> you put them together and there you have America. <laughs> you also showed me another commercial. I did. And this commercial I do want to talk about and I think I will bring it into 2022. I think you should because I feel like if you had made this commercial, oh, <laughs> they wouldn't have folded. No, they would not have. No, tell me about it. Uh, so there's the man, and he's a, 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 an executive or chief brewer at Schlitz. This is 1981. This is yeah. before they closed. Mm-hmm. They shuttered the doors. They're in uh, St. Louis. Yep. Because the arch. They're on a riverboat. They're on a riverboat. And it's just a bar full of other beer drinkers. Mm-hmm. And they're commenting how good this man's Schlitz tastes. They love the taste of his Schlitz. <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe it. He said, you'll love the taste of my, my Schlitz. Schlitz. And I Just said, this is an ad creep. 
But I think I think that's what we I we have to. You think we need to go further? I think, okay, we got to find a member of the Schlitz family. Yes. That's that left wing, fucking queer as shit, trans as <laughs> shit. There's got to be at least one. There's got to be someone. There's got to be someone. And they're going to start a hostile takeover. <laughs> they're going to get get Schlitz back. And we're going to do that exact same ad. Okay. But, it, and it's going to be on that exact same boat. And okay. It's, it's going to be with them. And they're like, hey. You want to taste my Schlitz? <laughs> and and everyone around them, they're they're going to be the same kind of public, the 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 white old public. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you know, we kind of do want to taste your Schlitz, but then they kind of say, well, what is it? What's what is it? Oh, what what do you got in there? Okay. And 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 the Schlitz kid says, no, no, your goddamn business. <laughs> yes. Just drink it. And they do, and they love it. A Schlitz can be anything. A Schlitz can be anything. It doesn't matter. Just close your eyes and try it. <laughs> and now you've drunk it, and you're gay now. Yeah. <laughs> you've. It's happening. It's, it's all happening. It's happening. It's happening. You're here. The, the Schlitz rainbow spreads across the boat. Yeah. And they're going to start a revolution. Taste my Schlitz. <laughs> Kiss my Schlitz. Kiss my Schlitz. I love that. Yeah. Oh, boy. I love it. They did the work for us. Yeah. That commercial was perfect. I just laughed so hard when I saw that. <laughs> Do they know what they're saying? Oh, no. They had to. They were really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> On Coors and Miller. It is that one businessman that walks up to the older guy and he's like, I love the taste of your Schlitz. And it's like, my God. You know that actor has told that story to everyone. Oh, absolutely. You will never believe what job I just got off of and got off on. <laughs> You'll never believe what they had me say. <laughs> yeah, so that's Schlitz beer. Yeah, taste my Schlitz. Kiss my Schlitz. Kiss my Schlitz. I got another ad. You got a local ad? I got a local ad for you. Sweet. I went into the annals of no. our... Yeah? Yeah. Of our... No. <laughs> of our email. I generally got confused for a second there. <laughs> And we got an email from Ian uh, right before we closed for the last year. Uh, we got an email from Ian, and we want to say thank you, Ian. Thank you, Ian. Ian brought us a local ad from Australia. Oh, cool. Australia? Melbourne? We don't get a lot of those. Australia ones? Aust- yeah. Yeah, we don't. We just get American ones. Which we like. And which Canadian they're fine. Ones, they're which fine. Also good. They're fine. But Australia? Wow. Okay, I'm going to read what Ian wrote. Please. Hey, found the show recently, and I've been having a great time binging my way through the back catalog. Mm, love it. <laughs> Ian, you can kiss our Schlitz. <laughs> Was that too forward? Just offering our Schlitz up to I'm anyone. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now that I know... You're wed. Look, now that I know I have a Schlitz... <laughs> You want to show it off. I want to. I want to parade it around town, baby. That's the thing about being trans. Once you're cool with your schlitz, you're like everybody get in here. <laughs> Look, We're very on much, here. Very much like Fraser. I have a je ne sais quoi, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've got gusto. <laughs> Here's an Australian ad that might be a bit out of the ad creeps wheelhouse. It's not, uh, <laughs> but I think you'll appreciate it. It's a radio ad, not a TV ad. That's okay. We do radio, baby. Yep. And it probably doesn't even quite qualify as local. They've got a bunch of stores in several states now. Well, it's local to Australia. Yeah. We've never heard about it. Uh, But it's got meme-like status here in Melbourne where they're based. Let's listen. (laughs) 
Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. This week, National Tiles have a beautiful range of polished porcelain floor tiles, slashed by up to 30% and more. Yes, until this Sunday only at National Tiles, save up to 30% and more on our beautiful range of polished porcelain floor tiles. But only until this Sunday. Rush into National Tiles now and save. Go to our website for details. Nationaltiles.com.au Hello. 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 This man's voice has a beautiful fall off. He has a Robin Leach-like attitude to, towards life, and I appreciate I just that. love the way he draws out those vowels. This is Frank Walker's National Tiles. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was I, the energy. I want some porcelain tiles now. I want some porcelain tiles. They're 30% off, so the it's 30, like, This Sunday only. It's almost too good not to buy. It is. Also, Ian, we do want to tell you, we did go through the <laughs> rabbit hole, and we did find National Tiles Remix, and... One hour of national tiles. So. Yeah, that's a lot of tiles, man. <laughs> so I'm going to spend an hour today meditating with that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ian. That is a local ad. We love it. Yeah, and we're going to live fun. it right now. Yeah. If you have a local ad from anywhere across these worlds, you can email us adcreeps at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also find us on Twitter at AdCreeps and on Instagram at AdCreeps, where we post all the info from the podcast and sometimes some other fun stuff, too. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes. Sometimes. When we feel like it. When we ding dang feel like it. Look, you're going to have to taste our schlitz before we do anything around here. (laughs) I've given you too much power. Our schlitz has not been taken care of in months. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sometimes, Al, I don't think they appreciate I don't think they do at all. Well, (laughs) if you want to prove that you appreciate Arschlitz and its taste, yuck, yuck, yuck. I'm backing out. I'm backing out. Uh, (laughs) It's like I snared you. You snared me. I didn't like it. Uh, But if we've snared you, you can write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and that would be cool as hell because it helps other people find the show. Also, tell a friend. Yeah, it's just, and on that five-star review, all you have to say is, I love the taste of these people's shits. No splits. Oh, no! Schlitz. Let me do a clean schlitz. Okay. Thanks for the clean schlitz. (laughs) Oh, no. I need to eject out of here. I'm done. Until next time, we are signing off. But first, word for my spouse.